Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... Where's all the suburban moms? Hey, dummies, how you doing out there in suburbia? You're the ones that wanted this, right? Never Trumpers, all the suburban moms. Hey, where are the white women at? Where are you at now? Where are you at, dummies? You're on the precipice of World War III with this moron. This absolute and total diaper-wearing dimwit, who everybody knew what he was. But not all the moms, not all the never-Trumpers, not all the Chicago Democrats. Hey, how, how you Guido's doing? Hey, Fetzo in the truck. How you going to like World War III? You like the inflation? They're going to hide it in World War III. You like the costs? You like the quality of your life in the ghetto where you belong? How you doing? You got your guy in it. You know, this is what you wanted, right? I, I think, we I, I, think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. I would like that, because you look pretty frackin' stupid in front of the whole world, dummy. And you got your idiots out here running cover for you, like Anthony Blinken, who's qualified to do nothing but strap on your diaper. That's all he's good for. In fact, I don't know what the hell you're good for, except starting World War III. The Ukrainians, the Russians, the Chinese, they got exactly what they wanted when they bribed your crack-smoking son, didn't they? Because now they look pretty good. It's pretty good to be an enemy of America, isn't it? This is the beginning of a Russian invasion of Ukraine, as he indicated and asked permission to be able to do from his Duma. So his Duma? Take it easy, Grandpa. What the hell are you talking about? So let's begin to, uh, so I, I, I'm going to begin to impose sanctions in response Jeez. far beyond the steps we and our allies and partners implemented. In hey, hey, they don't need you. Hey, you, you pedophile hair sniffer freak. They don't need you. You scare no one. You're a walking punchline. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare Is that even new a so-called countries on territory that belong to I got to start that over. Is that a sentence? Hey, stupid with the big IQ, with your lies and your BS and your corrupt Democrat mafia. Can you speak in sentences, you feeble moron? Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare oh, my word. new so-called countries? 
This is why they ruin neighborhoods. You think Democrats can do anything? They ruin everything they touch. They're the morons in the parking lot that ding your car. They're the drunks, the drug addicts, the welfare roaches. They're the idiots that put this buffoon in who's going to start World War III. Now, see, here's the thing that I want to tell you, Democrats, scum. I'll do better even after we're conquered than you. Always. Because I'm not a moron. I never bought a line of shtick from a BS salesman like this idiot in my life and i never would you did and now you can wear world war three the bad economy the raising costs the shrinking quality of life you get to wear it and you're responsible for it and i'm gonna rub your face in it like a dog that did doo-doo on the rug because what you did is worse you did doo-doo in the white house so today i'm announcing the first tranche of sanctions to impose costs on russia and and who's gonna threaten them when you're too tired or when you're removed from office the way you should be. Giggles? We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. Whoopee! (laughs) 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 Man, oh man. The only one that's happy she's out of the house is her husband. Russian forces remain positioned in Belarus to attack Ukraine from the north, including warplanes and offensive missile systems. Russia's moved troops closer to Ukraine's border with Russia. Russia's naval vessels are maneuvering in the Black Sea to Ukraine's south, including amphibious assault ships, missile cruisers, and submarines. And you acted like a travel agent, huh? Stupid. You're the one that made it possible. You see, if there was a man in office, instead of sending other people's children, instead of sending money and bribing other countries to pretend to be your friend, what you would say is, I'll blow you up, dummy. I don't need one soldier to drop a bomb out of a satellite to you. See, because that's how we fight wars nowadays. You remember when, when uh, Trump got rid of the, the, uh, the terrorist? You remember when he blew up the guy? Nobody got dirty. Nobody. In fact, after he blew him up, guys came home. But this dummy is going to send your grandkids, your kids, and everybody else to World War III rather than doing what needs to be done because he's not a man anymore. He's nothing except the representation of a corrupt mafia party, which is the Democrat mafia. Russia's moved supplies of blood and medical equipment into position on their border. You don't need blood unless you plan on starting a war. Well, you need blood. You need testosterone. You need an entire implant of your brain, stupid. Over the last few days, we've seen much of the playbook that Secretary Blinken laid out last week. Secretary who? He means Blinken. See, when you're old... Your teeth get in the way of your speech, and you can't enunciate. You can't pronounce things. When you have dementia, you can't form sentences. He means Anthony Blinken, who's qualified to do nothing. Him and Pete Buttigieg. Why the, but why, what about the supply chain? I thought Pete Buttigieg was working on the supply chain. Do you know what they did with the supply chain? They made it so the ships have to be 40 miles offshore, which is why they're triple now than when, when uh, Pete Buttigieg started working on the problem. Another another hire because of his sexual proclivity. When the reality is the only thing these people are qualified for is getting Merlot stains out of cashmere. That's what this administration is good for. It's one freak show. Nation's Security Council come to pass. A major increase in military provocations and false flag events along the line of conduct. Now, you see, when you were elected, you feeble moron, the rest of the world, particularly our enemies, said, can you believe what these idiots did? We've owned him, his idiot kleptomaniac brother, 
It's crack smoking sun for decades. We've owned them. Now we're going to do whatever we want. I hear on other stations all the time. I hear from people that didn't like my opinions on exactly what's going on for this pay-to-play scheme we call a foreign policy. I hear about how, oh, no, Biden's getting played. He's not getting played. He got paid, you stupid idiots. Now I really don't give a rip what happens to these corrupt oligarchs. Because I don't think they're worth one drop of blood. And if you really wanted to solve the problem, drop a bomb on his derriere. Contact in the Donbass. Dramatically staged, conveniently on-camera meeting of Putin's Security Council to grandstand for the Russian public. Well, then that's when you should have hit the studio. I mean, if you were a man. See, that's how it goes. Now, who's next? You see, that's what a man does. Instead, you're going to send other people's kids, all but your own, right? I know you pretended your one son with the brain cancer was, was died in action. Never saw action. Sorry, I ain't buying that shtick either, IQ. And now, political provocation of recognizing sovereign Ukrainian territory as so-called independent republics in clear violation, again, of international law. Uh-huh. President Putin has sought authorization from the Russian parliament to use uh-huh. military force outside of Russian ter- territory. And this set the stage for further pretext of further provocations by Russia to try to justify further military action. None of us, none of us should be fooled. No. None of us will be fooled. No, no. There is no justification. No. For Further your presidency. Russian assault in Ukraine remains a severe threat in the days ahead. Uh-huh. And if Russia proceeds, Uh-oh. it is Russia go. and Russia alone that bears the responsibility. Oh, boy. Russia and Russia alone bears the responsibility. So when everything gets worse for you American people, you remember, they're punishing Russia. As we respond... My administration is using every tool at our disposal to protect American businesses and consumers. <laughs> you idiots already destroyed American businesses. You nationalized us with your corrupt, incompetent reaction to a government-invested flu that you could use as a weapon against freedom, against the American citizen, against property rights. What are you doing, dummy? The whole thing exists because you were able to stuff in an extra $2.5 trillion during the Christmas break so you could pretend we have an economy instead of a government-subsidized Keynesian soiree you keep pretending is generating revenue, you fraud. Rising prices at the pump. As I said last week, defending freedom will have cost for us as well. And here at home. And that's how you can hide all of this stupidity. All of this incompetence, all of this corruption, you can now have the greatest gift to failure, war. After all, if they didn't want to go to war, just drop a bomb on Putin, right? You got that song, kid? Let's go out with you. Drop the bomb on me, baby. Have a little fun tonight. And then you call me and you tell me, if you support military action, are you like the the Republicans, 80% of the Republicans? Oh, it's time to support this president. We must support. I don't think we should support. In fact, for once, I agree with Al Sharpton. But resist, we much. We must and we will much about that be committed. Another Democrat intellect, a philosopher of the left. I agree with that. Used to be fat slob. Now he had to have the band surgery. He looks phenomenal, though. Really, your head doesn't look like a stop sign at all. We'll be back with your calls after this. AM 560. The answer. You're dealing with gangsters. You got these corrupt political pimps and whores 
dealing with gangsters. They don't care about your sanctions. They have an entire banking system they set up while you were asleep, dummy. They learned that they could push a Democrat around after they bribe him. See, they've bribed you. They've bribed your son. They own Biden Crime, Inc. And they know you can't do anything. Not only that, they know that your economy is a failure, that your country is bankrupt. Oh, you may go out there in your $3,000 suit that you never really earned, and you may tell people how great things are, but there are some people who realize you cannot run this Ponzi scheme without borrowing more from the future. The entire American economy is is existing on future taxes called debt. That's the, the ruse. And when you hit that $30 trillion that you admit to, they know how to calculate the unfunded liabilities. And they further know you don't have the formula, the real GDP, to even make the interest payments. So your big scheme of raising the interest payments, go ahead. I dare you at wartime. Or maybe you could use wartime as an excuse to keep the money printers on and not raise the rates. I wonder how many people thought of that. Hmm, seems like a great little shill. Nice Trojan horse. We need to be honest about that. But as we will do, but as we do oh, this, boy. Oh, I'm boy. going to take robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at the Russian economy, not ours. <laughs> Joe Biden has been putting on sanctions on the American people. He sat there while he did it as vice president during the Obama administration. In fact, that's a great way to explain the Democrat economic policies. They're putting sanctions on the workers in America. Oh, sure, they pay off the welfare roaches. After all, those are their base. But they put sanctions on you if you're really good at making money. The only difference is they can't send the IRS to Root and Toot and Putin's house. He doesn't give a rip. We're closely monitoring energy supplies for any disruption. So here's a little stat I think you should be aware of. little stat. When Donald Trump left, we were pumping 13 million barrels a day. It was said that we are now down to 11 million. If you really look at the data, I think you argue more around 9.5 million. Rootin' Tootin' Putin exports 14 million barrels a day. The reason gas is high, and I've got clip after clip after clip, isn't because of Vladimir Putin. It's because of our Soviet, our Fourth Reich feeble fascist. It's because of diapers. Topping off the tank, now taking a bigger bite out of the budget as prices at the pump continue to climb. This sticker shock in downtown L.A., six twenty-one a gallon. And that's coming to your pump. Believe me when I tell you. Now, they have all of their green energy scam taxes. But if I remember correctly, didn't uh, Illinois just say they were going to put a three-cent tax on just the people who they think are Republicans or those people with jobs? They're too damn high. Makes commuting difficult. Oh, you know who we should run against them? The rent is too damn high guy from New York. He's got a costume on. He talks about giving people something for nothing. And he's got the real tagline. The rent is too damn high. And you better get used to saying it because that's what happens when you put a Democrat in office. Because who wants to pay that? I fill up my tank three times a week. According to AAA, a gallon of gas averages four seventy-nine in the L.A. area. That's two cents higher than last week, twelve cents higher than a month ago, and a dollar fifteen more than the same time last year. And it's like looking into a crystal ball before you pull up to the pump and it says six dollars. But don't worry, Joe Biden says it's worth it. After all, we're putting—I can't even say it—we're putting sanctions on Russia. He's putting sanctions on you. 
We're executing a plan in coordination with major oil-producing consumers and producers toward a collective investment to secure stability in global energy supplies. This will be uh, — this will blunt gas prices. I want to limit the pain to the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. In the last few days, I've been in constant contact with European leaders, including — This is a ruse. This is a lie and this is a fraud. Constant contact. I'm t- we have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. Everybody that meets this man, everybody that deals with this man knows what he is. An incompetent front, a shill, a fraud, a welcome mat. He has no sway anywhere that he can't bribe. He has no respect, and that's why this is just the first. I would be shocked if we go to the end of the week before China does the same thing to Taiwan. Including with Ukrainian President Zelensky. Vice President Harris met in person with the leaders in Germany over the weekend at the Munich conference, including President Zelensky. At every step, we have shown the United States and our allies and partners are working in unison, which he hasn't been counting on, Mr. Putin. Oh, you got him. Support of Ukraine. You, oh, yeah. We are you outflanked him. You outsmarted him. You're right. He didn't plan on it. You got him now, Joe, you idiot. United in our opposition to Russian aggression. And we're united in our resolve to defend our NATO alliance. And we're united in our understanding of the urgency and seriousness of the threat Russia is making to global peace and stability. Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history. This tape isn't a warning to Putin. It's the reason you should start impeachment hearings right now. You should impeach this. this. We have somebody that is unable, uncapable, and suffering from mental dementia and delusions. There's no question about it. Going back more than a century, as he waxed eloquently, noting that, well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's length of remorse. There it is. Do you remember with Trump? Oh, don't make me. I'm not going to go into it. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Not even close. All right, so I'm having a problem here with my call screens. I'm going to try to go uh, to line one. Did it work? No. Verlon, are you there? All right, I got a problem with the call screen, kids. Put them on. Verlon. Hello, Hello dude. Okay, what's going on, Sean? Uh, two Saturdays ago, I just talked about this. Number one, it's not our business. Number two, both sides agreed just a year ago, two years ago, that Ukraine was one of the most low-down, corrupt countries in the world. Now they're our greatest allies, one of our greatest allies. Uh, listen, you know eventually it's going to get to the point where we're going to have to send some of our sons and daughters over there to be part of something and die for something that they shouldn't be over there fighting and dying for in the first place. And I'm just so sick and tired of these governments putting our, our sons and daughters and our loved ones in harm way. Do do you agree with me or not? Absolutely. There's no question about it. And here's the other thing that I think people should be made aware of. It should be a topic of conversation. Joe Biden has worked hand in glove with a pay-to-play scheme with a corrupt oligarch government that our Congress found fit to put in a spending bill that our money was not to go to the Ukrainian military because it has been infiltrated by Nazis. Game over. Game over. So at that point, it is as corrupted as Chicago. And I only wish, and so do so many Illinoisans, that counties around the the Crook County and the sewer of DuPage were recognized by Wisconsin, 
We're recognized by Iowa. We're recognized by Missouri and Indiana. That's the only way you could save Illinois. Thank you very much, Verlana. I appreciate the call. I'm going to work on my call screen and get to the rest of you after this. AM560, the answer. Funky, we might as well go down with a little pep in our step. It's not bad there, squirrel hands. I don't mind it. <laughs> all right there, Mickey Mix and Oliver. Let's get on to the talk show. We could have all this fun after the uh, FCC shuts our show down. We could turn it into a disco station. I'm all for it. Let's go to Dan in Green Oaks. He claims I own a shirt. Hi, Dan. Hey, hey, Sean, yes, uh, a couple weeks ago you promised me a T-shirt All after right. I told you that uh, Russia wasn't going to invade uh, until after the Olympics, and I still haven't got my T-shirt. Right, take it easy. They just went in last day, for God's sakes. Don't make me sound like a Walter. I'll pay. And by the way, there's a new one. I'm going to let you choose it if you want. There's a new one okay. that they came out with, and it has my name on it. It says, saying the quiet part out loud. Or you could just go the one with the cigar band and my name. Which one do you want? I'll do the, the saying, saying the quiet part out loud. I'll do, do that one. All right. You're in. Hold, hold on, Dan. Bunny's going to get your information. I am not a Walter. I pay up, unlike the Democrat scourge, who just give away other people's money. I give away mine. Brian, Mount Prospect. Hey, Sean. Uh, I follow this stuff very extensively, and I do a lot of information digging, and I, I started a new forum for, for it. And um, judging by everything that's been going on, there's five words that people need to know about this. War is the ultimate distraction. Absolutely. Weapons of mass distraction. Completely. Yeah. But so what that's about, what I wanted to say today. What about Congress? You follow this extensively. Did Congress vote on this at all? Has Congress said anything? No. Has, have they, no, have they, have they have not said a word. Okay. And, they, and they're all Democrats. Why haven't they said yeah. anything? Yeah. Well, because I think they're in on it, and I think this is a uh, deliberate destruction of the United States, and they're not going to do anything... For us, they're just going to worry about people in other countries and the hell with us, right? And the greatest cartoon character is that old man yep. from the Muppets who should be sitting up in the booth rather than in the White House. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. He looks like an old man from the Muppets, doesn't he? Did you ever watch the Muppets, kid? Just squirrel hands? Statler and Waldorf. That's exactly right. And Joe Biden. I like that. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. Um, in December 1941, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, and we showed them what we thought about that, and it was not good for them. We were a strong country, and we were respected. Yeah. Not now. Oh, not this now. Is a, this is a laughing stock. You know, I, I have done uh, some reading too. There was a, uh, there was signs of that 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 uh, Roosevelt ignored. He could have he could have potentially stopped Pearl Harbor. I mean, it's a touchy subject, but the reality is. We had uh, some indication. We had some some intel, some actual intel, and he did nothing, right. and uh, it, it it laid the the uh, the way for war. And in this case, I'm curious to know how the Democrat, the code pink Democrat, the one who hates the military industrial complex, as I do, why are they so quiet? Why are the step right. and fetch Democrats so quiet? Because they ha- they are realizing what they did to this country, what they did to their children. And what they did to the right. future. Thank you very much, Teresa. I appreciate it. Carlos Hoffman Estates. How are you, Carlos? Shawnee, hey, shout out whoever dropped the bucket heads during that break, man. I love that track. 
And oh, big shout out to YouTube for dropping Mickey, Mitch, and Oliver, man. Hot Mix 5, man. That's what's up, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I used to be around. I remember when he had hair. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Johnny. All right, brother. I, 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 I have a wife that calls me that once in a while. I find it cute. Most people would be offended. Not me. Offended. Uh, I want to go a little bit more with maybe, maybe there's hope. Maybe, maybe there's hope. CNN is trying to get its dignity back. We found out it's nothing but a swinger hideout for socialists. That's what CNN really means, where all the socialists get together and they play naked twister with each other. It turns out there's actually a show on there. So you called this the beginning of the latest Russian invasion of Ukraine. Is, is that different than an invasion? I think latest is important uh, here. An invasion is an invasion, and, and that is what is underway. But Russia has been... Uh, inv- now, this is another Marxist child, another socialist punchline, who got the job probably because he likes to ride his bike side saddle. After all, they're all in these positions for their proclivities. This child is not qualified to do any of this, just like none of the Democrats are qualified to do anything. But he's going to give excuse to a girl who, although she's, she's a socialist, although she's in on a collectivist government, she works for CNN, she must be, or she's really good at playing naked twister with the president. Invading Ukraine since 2014. They've been occupying uh, large pieces of Ukraine since 2014, including, uh, although they've denied it, Russian troop presence in exactly uh, the two, uh, what they now call republics, uh, but that are really provinces of, of a sovereign Ukraine uh, that they recognized yesterday. So uh, Russia is essentially making overt what it has denied for some time, uh, which is a Russian troop presence in these places, and we are taking steps uh, in response to that. Why not call it an invasion? Just call it an invasion instead of this talking point of the beginning of the latest Russian invasion of Ukraine. Because they're trying to hide the fact that there have been factions of Ukraine that have recognized the leadership, and not just this new one who hired a comedian. <laughs> Ironically, he's better than the last guy. Uh, recognize it for a corrupt oligarch pay-to-play scheme that it is. You know, the same, the same kind of country. Imagine a country so corrupted that it only had one, one natural gas pipeline. One. And the guy who ran it was tied in with all of the oligarchs around Russia and around the other Baltics. Yet this, this, this company was so wired into political chicanery that it had on its board the, the son of a high-ranking senator, an, a vice president, and somebody who could have potentially been the, the American president if Americans were stupid enough not to know that. See, there are parts of the country, of that country, that didn't like all that corruption. Just like in Illinois, how you don't like that Democrat mafia. You know, the one with the tiny little people and the big clowns like Ed Burke in it, the Madigan Mafia. You know, like those counties that don't like Crook County, the punchline, led by a taller version of Lori Lightfoot, only dumber. Yeah, so they, they said, we want help. And now Vladimir Putin is helping him. Now, Vladimir Putin's not a good guy. He's a scumbag. He, too, bribed the son of a vice president, of a senator, of a guy who could be president if Americans were stupid enough or corrupt enough to let him steal an election. So I really don't give a rip what the hell happens. I mean, after all, the Ukraine is small and weak. I remember Seinfeld. I, I, I don't know how much more clear I can be, uh, Brianna. This is the beginning of an invasion. Well, you could call, okay, you could just call it an invasion. And I, I, I only ask this because let us play what the administration has talked about before. They didn't talk about the beginning. This is how they described an invasion. And here's well. what they didn't talk about, Tuts. Oh, boy, oh, boy. CNN, huh? You're brilliant. What they didn't talk about is that the wholesale price index, you know, everyone talks about the consumer. Wholesale price index 
had indication that inflation was going to be 10% next month, 10%. The only way you could successfully hide that is if you created a war, a distraction, something where you told everybody who was dumb enough to vote for the only president in modern history that's actually worn a diaper, is that you could say, look over here, look, 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 and then you'll pay attention to the three times the ship's that are outside our coast that have been pushed away another 20 miles so no one sees them. You could ignore the fact that we're pumping, we're crippling ourselves with policies from Washington, D.C. that destroy the energy sector of America. You could also hide how you are going actively against anybody earning a living because you have to float just the interest payments on the $10 trillion you printed up in one year. That's what you could do there, Dimwit. But listen... I didn't uh, play Naked Twister with Zucker. I'm probably not going to get a show on CNN. So you're obviously smarter than me. You and Joe Biden have a real high IQ. And uh, you managed to fool America. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM 560. The answer. Best music and radio. Talk radio. You know, how, how nervous do you think Israel is right now? Can you imagine? <laughs> That's great. Uh, president is uh, going to give a speech now on the security of Israel. Let's the Secret Service get the diaper bag. We're going to go on the road. And what could go wrong? Marks indicate any interest in pursuing real dialogue on European security in the year 2022. He directly attacked Ukraine's right to exist. I still have armies in the Ukraine. Yeah. The Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck. A road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the hurt on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine has came to you. How about I take your little bonus? Maybe we should send that guy. Let's send that guy. It's ridiculous. Which one bribed Biden the most? And don't forget, you get to hide all of the failure. John in Milwaukee. You are intelligent, Sean. You are very well prepared, and you have a high IQ. Saying that, I don't know. Can you compete with Biden? <laughs> That's my question. Here's my, here's my statement, I guess. The people in 67 who hated the Vietnam War, now crickets. Number two, I'm sick and tired of... Biden, every other speech mentioning his kid, we've all had loss. Yeah. Number three, my dad had dementia. There is no way I would put him. I don't know what is this loving wife. It's unreal. It's embarrassing, and, uh, and, it's, and it's harmful. And here's the thing. My grandfather had it, and we knew it. Yeah. And at that yeah. moment, we made him feel comfortable. But we took yes. him out of a position where he could harm himself, but more, more, moreover, harm the business that he built, harm his family members through making decisions. We took away his car keys. We didn't let him near the yes. phone. And that's what needs to happen uh, in the White House. Now, Joe Biden but, hasn't driven a car. And when he does, the Secret Service has a, has a break. But it's still not good enough for me. Let's get him out of there. Let's put him in a home. We'll get that coconut rice pudding. I've had some recently. It's delicious. He'll be better off. And the Secret Service can drop the diaper bag. I think it would be best for everybody. But go ahead, John. And they questioned Trump's mental capacities. <laughs> and, and it's sad. But, but from Mr. Trump, 
to to this thing. And remember, he did get 81 million votes. Um, yeah. uh, we went from 20 to 30 billion. That's 14 zeros after that. And I'll shut up, and I thank you for your intelligence. Oh, thank you so much, Sean. Nice. Boy, there's a principal out there, Mr. Bright, saying he's laughing or crying. I can't decide. Do we have to go to break already? Come on, man. This is truly the fastest show ever. All right, just 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 one more little clip. I still have armies in the Ukraine. Yeah. The Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a city. The Ukraine is a country that sat there while Joe Biden shook them down and held a billion dollars in foreign aid so they would get rid of a prosecutor that was looking into his scumbag crack smoking son. That's what the Ukraine is. At that moment, you too lost your dignity. You too lost any kind of respect from any kind of decent people around the world because you bought into that corruption. So now you're going to, as far as I'm concerned, you and the corrupt president you own, I don't really give a rip what you people do. Just stop sending innocent people there. Because if you wanted to fix it, you'd fix it. You want to fix it? You don't have to send any soldiers there. You don't have to send anybody there. Now it's time to play uh, I Dropped the Bomb on You, baby. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Patriotism, blessing, and a curse. The problem with our military wing is that more often than not, liars and scoundrels and cowards are in charge of brave patriots. I wanted to bring on a senior research fellow, Defense Program, Center for National Defense, Davis Institute for National Security and Foreign Policy. That's the part that's impressive, but I think what's more impressive is that Dakota Wood served America for two decades in the United States Marine Corps. He is the senior research fellow for the defense programs. Dakota, how are you? I'm doing well. I think I need to work for Acme Defense. It's a shorter title. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I like that. But (laughs) Good to be with you. It's it's my pleasure. My pleasure. So I'm very opinionated, Dakota. That's how I got the job. And um, the reason that I have my views about cowards in charge of corrupt men comes from my own family. I am a family. I'm the first one not to be a Marine. And the reason is when I was going to join, my uncles that were alive from Vietnam came and they paid homage to my cousin that was not alive from Vietnam. And they told me that too often cowards and corrupt are in charge of brave men. And the Marine Corps is the spear, right? That's the one who goes in first. That's the one that doesn't ask questions. And too often we buy lies, fraud, and corruption. Nothing represents that more than Joe Biden. So when he tells me about how virtuous this is, I don't like liars. I don't believe a damn word. I don't. And when I I have some serious questions about the oligarch-run Ukraine that was so corrupted, it not only hired the crack-smoking son of our president, but it allowed the vice president at the time to leverage foreign aid of a billion dollars so that they removed their prosecutor that was looking into it. At that point, Dakota, mm-hmm. I really don't give a rip. Now, that's just my opinion, but I want you to change my mind. Why should I give a rip? 
Well, I, I think that on, on the first part there, that um, uh, part of the problem that currently exists with Russia, right, uh, and its invasion of Ukraine, is part of Ukraine's own making, right? So regardless of what happened with the Biden family and all that mess, uh, you articulated it so well, right? And it was covered up by the mainstream media, so we'll, we'll, we'll be clear with that. But part of the problem is, is there is a large ethnic Russian-speaking population within Ukraine, and the central government years ago passed a lot of legislation that outlawed the you know the teaching of Russia, Russian in the schools and other anti-Russian sorts of things. And, and you're sowing this dissension. You know, I mean, it'd be like Canada outlawing French. Well, yeah, the folks who live in Quebec are going to take offense to that. So they they sowed the seeds that then Putin has been cultivating to carve out this section of the country. So we can't forget about that, that part of this problem is Ukraine's own making. So why should we give a hoot at all? That's the second part of your point, is that dramatic instability in Europe affecting energy markets in particular has a ripple effect across the globe. So when energy spikes to $100, $150, $200 a barrel for, uh, for oil, or natural gas prices go through the roof, which is what's occurring now in parts of Europe. Uh, oil, as you know, is a global, fungible commodity, and so it affects the price of gas at our pump back here in the United States. So, you know, if you don't want to pay five dollars a gallon, uh, then you yeah. have to be concerned well, about what it goes on in other parts of the world. Here's the part, brother, and I mean this lovingly because I yeah. have nobody has respect for you the way I do, and I understand you. Uh, you we were bought this. This we were told this when they sent you and your cohorts and your friends into Iraq. It's always the mm -hmm. same thing. And the reality is I spent the bulk of my youth at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, very well-versed in commodities. Yeah. Oil, oil, obviously, is the lifeblood of, of our world. Yeah. The reality is the policies that have been implemented by this particular administration on this country alone mm -hmm. is far greater than the damage that Rootin' Tootin' Putin, who delivers 13 million barrels a day, as Joe Biden has taken us down to 9 million barrels a day that we're allowed to pump. He's canceled yeah, contracts I, for oil. He's, he's put far more sanctions on the American people than he's ever put on any other foreign country. And what he's done to the oil prices has been far more detrimental than rootin' tootin' Putin being mad about a, a line that Brezhnev drew up on a map and made up. Yeah, so we were energy dependent. Biden comes into office and now we're energy dependent on other parts of the world, right? I mean, that's to your point. It wasn't just a Keystone XL pipeline that he canceled, but a couple of others up north as well. He has denied permits to uh, drill uh, up in Anwar, up in Alaska. Offshore drilling permits are down. Total acreage accessible to uh, you know energy explorers is also down as well. So I completely agree with you. The problem we have today, though, uh, which is a today problem, um, isn't something that can be solved by issuing new permits and then we get a new working field five years from now, right? Uh, because we pulled out of uh, Keystone uh, so often, the Canadian company actually said, that's it, we're going to stop developing yeah. it. So you'd have to restart all of those things. So again, the problem today is Russian forces coming into Ukraine, a stranglehold on the energy economy in Europe, you know, what half of the energy that Germany consumes alone, and they're the heartbeat, the industrial heartbeat of Europe, comes from Russia, right? So there's all these things that are interwoven. 
Did, did Biden's policies and Obama administration, their policies contribute to this? Absolutely. If we were energy independent, would we have more buffer? We absolutely would. But we have to take care of the issues that we have today. And what this is open, then, is the recognition of these two little, you know, manufactured republics in uh, Donetsk and uh, Luhansk, now Transnistria, which is a breakaway section in Moldova, on the other side of Ukraine, they are asking Moscow to recognize them as an independent country. So if Moscow does that and they beef up, increase the Russian troops on the on the western side of Ukraine, now you've encircled it almost completely, right, with, with more troops and more forces. So you can see Russia eating away at portions of Ukraine of, of Europe, and he won't be stopped until somebody actually steps up to stop him. So 30 years of bad decisions in Germany and France and Spain and Italy and the United Kingdom, we should be absolutely angry at them, as the Trump administration was, right, taking the task. But our anger at their inability to provide for the security of Europe nonetheless affects us here at home. If we want to trade goods, if we want lower energy costs, which you know, is oh. across our economy you're well aware of, this is just one of those painful moments where we have to decide how far Putin is going to eat into Europe in trying to realize the old czarist Russia that stretches from half of Europe all the way to uh, the stands in Central Asia. If we really wanted to hurt Russia, wouldn't we just send the American Democrats there to run that country? Yeah, well, that would be certainly helpful. But, you know, what we could do is actually go maximum sanctions. I mean, these ones that were announced by Biden today are an absolute joke. I mean, nobody does business in the eastern part of Ukraine as it is. We did not sanction two of the three largest banks. Their sovereign debt fund, who cares about that? You should be sanctioning or cutting them off from SWIFT, you know, from international banking. Uh, we should be cutting them off from the energy markets, you know, that no energy uh, exchanges can be done denominated in U.S. dollars. I mean, there's so much more that could Bingo. be done that would actually hurt Russia and cause them to pull back than what the Biden administration has tepid, and, it's reactionary, it's incremental, and we'll see the, the negative consequences of that. And in five years, Vladimir Putin and the Russians have bypassed the SWIFT network with their own mirror network, where they really... Mm -hmm. They really can't implement any sanctions. We, in fact, are well, neutered, yeah, but, and we're neutered I mean, by incompetence. Yeah, but, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, China also has its own GPS system, but it's fairly localized, and it's not as robust as the American, you know, G, uh, actual GPS uh, thing. Baidao just, you know, is, uh, is pales in comparison. So, yes, they do have their own system, but how many people or countries actually deal with that? So I'm just saying that if you've yeah. got tools to use, why aren't you maximizing the use of those tools, and, and given what's at stake? The greatest tool you have is America. And why aren't we just taking the restraints? We're hobbling ourselves. Oh, exactly. I yeah. mean, if we really wanted to harm them. But here's the other thing I'm concerned with, Dakota. Mm -hmm. This reminds me a lot of what happened in the Middle East. It isn't the real problem here that we have destroyed the credibility of our own dollar. We have promoted our own default our own fall, our own collapse, and the rest of the world is sitting by who has been extorted to a certain extent and intimidated and threatened to use our petrodollar when we don't deserve that respect any longer. We broke the covenant after the Bretton Woods Agreement. We're the ones who put these idiots in office who have destroyed the quality of the dollar, the integrity of the dollar. And isn't this really more of a currency issue? Because these countries that we all have a problem with have all, all have one thing in common. They don't want I, to use our dollar. 
I, I think the currency problem is a, is a manifestation of a deeper, more widespread problem, and that is the the um, the lack of an appreciation for the reality of world affairs amongst uh, American um, uh, academic elites, cultural elites, and political elites. Right? That we can just do. I mean, thirty trillion dollars in debt. And the vast majority of that debt is domestically produced, right? Um, so when you do things like that, when you don't want to acknowledge the reality of what uh, terrorists taking over another country in Afghanistan you know, might amount to, uh, we bungled that for 20 years, and the withdrawal was horrific. So American reputation, right? Uh, how we are responding to Putin's invasion again uh, of Europe. Uh, is another example of this. So you're right that the, the dollar-denominated sorts of things and the value placed on that is undermined by all of these other things that go on. You know, the perception of the United States, which is generated by how we behave internally, identity politics, right? Uh, equity instead of equality. You know, the, the equal access to various opportunities. Uh, the far left fringe progressive liberals. Uh, that have come to dominate the, the Democratic Party, these these crazy um, uh, energy policies. We can't even control our own southern border, you know, so unfettered migration across our borders and the American taxpayer is paying for that. So it all passes up into the perception of the United States as a worthwhile, stable, viable entity. And that's why we see things like you're talking about in terms of uh, the valuation of the U.S. dollar. And so many Americans are actually really ignorant to so much of European issues, European policy. I'm from. We will be able to, yeah, we've been able to ignore the world because of our dominant position since the collapse of the Soviet Union. So if there are no problems, then you can go on your merry way and be a spendthrift and you know be as goofy as you want to in American you know college settings and these these just weird you know we can't even understand or define uh, what what gender really is. You no, know, that you can that's what I wanted to talk about. Isn't it the military? Wars. You know, when you were in the Marine Corps, yeah. my, you know, I was raised by a Marine in, from 1959 to 1962. Mm-hmm. And whenever the, the subject would come up about uh, wi- uh, women in the military, remember when that was going on in the 90s? You know, mm-hmm. the yeah. sour old Marine yeah, would say, we already got him. It's called the Navy. You know, he was one of these guys. He was a lunatic. <laughs> right. So now, right, now, yeah. now now he sees what's, you know, and, and, and the rest of it sees what's going on, and you find out you got Millie. You got these 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 people for the Trump really exposed how political the leadership in the military is, the leadership in the FBI, how how they are party friendly, not what they're supposed to do. Isn't that kind of an issue here now as well? Do we really want to go into these wars? Yeah, and it's because of the lack of a, of a truly existential threat to the United States. So during the Cold War, where you had the Soviet Union, a deep nuclear bench facing off against the United States and NATO and the Western countries, uh, you know, kids in the 50s and the 60s, right, duck and cover drills, you know, when air raid sirens or nuclear alarms would go <laughs> off. I mean, this was the reality of the world. So you couldn't ignore that. You know, the German inner border where you had, you know, Soviet motorized rifle regiments, you know, across from... Uh, you know, West German and, and U.S. Uh, uh, military organizations, you know, ships at sea bumping into each other. You couldn't ignore that. When the Soviet Union went away in 92, a happy decade of the 90s where everybody's making money in Silicon Valley and Bill Clinton's playing his trumpet on late-night talk shows and having sex in the Oval Office, right? Yeah. You didn't have to be serious anymore. And then when 9-11 happened, now we're fighting fights against uh, terrorists with no air force, no army, no navy, no heavy armor. We could do whatever we wanted to 
no interdicted supply lines, right? And so you get this sense of kind of impervious, nobody can hurt me, and I don't have to be serious about anything, you know? And so when we bring up our young folks in school systems uh, with all the academic stuff, nonsense that I'm sure you've covered, our military is drawn from American society. And as they came up through these professional military education, it was more about kind of being a pseudo-diplomat. You know, he studied economic systems and diplomacy and grand strategy, and less and less about actual war fighting. You know, the tactical realities of forces in the field, how do you defeat your enemy when the enemies for the last 20 years had nothing to really defeat? You know, the there's, Taliban didn't have an air force. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's and a so common denominator. The there's a common yeah. denominator here through all this time period you're talking about. The common mm-hmm. denominator is the moron Joe Biden, who has been on the wrong side of every foreign policy <laughs> issue for 50 <laughs> damn right. years. How? I mean, it's yeah. it, it's preposterous. Here's another thing I want to talk to you about real quick. Hey, 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 real quick. What did Obama say about his own vice president? Never underestimate the ability, right, of Joe yeah. Biden to F things up. Exactly. Well, here, what does that say? And here's the thing. I, we're broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois. It's a sewer of corruption. The city of Chicago is a joke. Cook County is a joke. Illinois is now a joke. We've got this fat slob Pritzker screwing everything up. You know how many counties throughout Illinois wish to God they would be recognized as independent counties by mm-hmm. Indiana, by Missouri, yeah. you know, by Iowa and by Wisconsin? I mean, could it be? Could it just hypothetically be? That they're seeing what is actually going on in that corrupt oligarch-run Ukraine. And these counties said, I I do want to be a part of Russia. I mean, I'm simplifying it, and I know I'm taking what they're saying. Is it possible? Well, I mean, Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, Baltimore, Chicago, Atlanta. I mean, you can just go down the list of, of major cities that are run by leftist progressive liberals trying to implement, you know, community policing, uh, defund the police movements, um, let's teach nonsense in our schools. Uh, little kids, the most, um, are the least vulnerable to COVID have to remain masks where everybody else can start taking them off. Yeah. I mean, the world's upside down in some yeah. of these ways, and I think we're going to see a blowback by the American public. Well, listen, Dakota, I hope to meet you face-to-face in the concentration camps. I appreciate you coming yeah. on. I want everybody to go to heritage.org. His name is Dakota Wood. Thank you so much, Dakota. Wonderful. Thanks for having me on. All right. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. So, what is the answer? War. That's where we're going. And in that, You can hide all of the other failures. If you really did, you know, I said it flippantly to Dakota, but I said it very serious the other day. If you really wanted to harm a nation, you would put the American Democrats in charge of it. Sanctions. This is an interesting, interesting word. These policies of incompetence, the policies of corruption, are sanctions on the people. Now, granted, they pick their favorites. Oh, they do. You know, I mean, is this going to affect somebody on welfare? Is this going to affect somebody who's paid to stay home? Are they going to care when at the same time inflation hits, you're increasing SNAP benefits, you're increasing walking around money? 
Do they care about the economy of the American Democrats? If you pump gas or pay a heating bill, you're already on the economic front lines of the showdown in Ukraine. Home heating oil up 56 percent in a year. Gasoline now averaging 351 nationally, up from 263 a year ago. They're hiding this with the Ukraine. This story is separate from the Ukraine. This is the failure of the Biden administration prior to the problems in Ukraine. What do you think it's going to be after? It's already expensive and now it's just like outrageous. I would spend maybe about a hundred or so dollars per week, but now I'm going up to about 200 per week. While the strong economy and inflation sent prices soaring last year, it's the showdown in Ukraine that's helping to drive prices higher now. And that's the beauty of a propaganda network, a Pravda, an American Pravda. That was the day before Ukraine. Notice how in just hours, it's all merged together. This is about the Ukraine. Russia is a member of OPEC and the world's third largest exporter of oil and gas. And These prices have nothing to do with that. These prices have to do with Joe Biden putting sanctions on the American people. This is the Democrat policy that drove the price up. Couple that with the Democrat incompetence of foreign affairs, and you'll be double, double what you are today. And then the eco-Nazis will get exactly what they want. They don't like when you drive around. You're bad for the air. You're bad for the world. The problem with America, too many cars on the road too many miles being driven in the oil markets prices are set globally not locally the potential that war international sanctions and counter wait a minute then you could actually hide the supply chain problems in it because you do know a third of all of the gas purchased is purchased by long-haul truckers to deliver those good and goods and products that are no longer on your shelves because of other policies the policies to the vid the pandemic the Fauci flu, the American-invested Wuhan flu. You remember that. Look, Biden and his son are stone-cold crooked, and you know it. His son walks out with millions of dollars. The kid knows nothing. You know it, and so do we. Go ahead, ask a question. And that's what the people deserve. You put in this scumbag, you put in this 50-year political whore and failure, now wear it and now buy all the talking points. Oh, it's about Ukraine and Russia. It has nothing to do with it. It's about the worst thing to happen to any country. The American Democrat. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. AM560. The answer. Uh, NBC, there's a, there was a fight at a basketball game. And that should be on TV. A friend of mine sent me a text on the uh, government official website that was streaming Joe Biden's speech. Streaming the speech. 81 million votes. He had uh, 4,650 people watching him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Everyone's real proud of this piece of dung. Jeff in Rockford. So, Sean, I, I believe this, I heard this question asked today, and I believe you, you'll be able to answer it both ways. But do you think that the Democrats... Are governing like they're going to never win another election or they're never going to lose another election lose lose 
I don't think they'll ever lose another one. What do you think of that? And I know that's not popular. Everyone says, oh, the Republicans are going to sweep. They got a little card up their hand, Jeff, and it's called yep. welfare. They got welfare. So when the gas prices go up, the, don't, don't forget, they don't have to make everybody happy. They just have to make enough happy. 51%, right? That's it. You got to just corrupt enough or, people. Or 50, 50, 50% plus one. Who knows? You just got to well, you got to corrupt enough society that doesn't care what the quality of their life is. That doesn't care the destruction, the mayhem. After all, you see these these Democrat strongholds. Chicago is going to be Democrat for another hundred years. New York will be Democrat for another hundred years. They've got the system. Just promote welfare. And you know, Jeff. Thank you, by the way, for calling. I, I appreciate the time. You give me an opportunity. Here's what happened in Chicago today. Now, Chicago, there was a, a, a tragic attack, and we're going to play that. But I want you to hear what got played on the news as the lead story. History made today for students on the southwest side, a first-of-its-kind nonprofit, announcing it will gift one school's entire student body a debt-free college scholarship. Pretty awesome, and there's still more to Pretty come. Awesome. Sean Lewis is live on the lower west side with more. Sean? Now, do the kids qualify for college? No, no. Does this go to kids who've worked very hard and done everything it takes and gotten into college but can't pay? No, no, no. It just goes to one high school, one area, and that's how you win elections in perpetuity. Yeah, an incredible announcement here at what, uh, Benito Juarez High School today. A surprise announcement during what was supposed to just be a routine senior morning assembly here. Uh, Hope Chicago, a new nonprofit in the city. And it's not that new. It's head up by Sheila Jackson Lee from the CPU, CPS, CP, whatever, the Chicago Mafia. And they have a billion dollars, one billion. How'd they get it? I don't know. Uh, private nonprofit. I'm sure that doesn't tra trace back to government cheese. No, no, no. They raised a billion dollars from donors. And they're only going to give it to uh, Democrats who are stricken to live in the ghettos that the Democrats build. After all, this will distract them. Announcing that not only every senior in this class here, but every student at Warriors High School will receive a full-ride scholarship to come. And that's how you keep your kids happy with substandard failed education. Just give them free. Every kid that just happens to be in that school, you all go to college for free. And it's not just college. College once they graduate from here. In addition to that, not only is it every student, but they will have a parent continue their education and have that paid for. Ooh. So you pick your mommy or your daddy, you get to go to college too for free. These scholarships uh, going to one of 20 higher education schools, universities, trade schools who have signed on to this program. It includes tuition, room and board, and other expenses. Hope Chicago's been... Now see, I pay for that for my kids. The fruit of my loins, I pay for. I don't turn that responsibility over to everybody else. But this is a, a private nonprofit. Want to bet? Anybody want to bet? Because if you got a Chicago teacher crime family mafia member, this is subsidized somewhere by government. Or it's just part of the pay-to-play scheme that trickles back into the pockets of those poor victims who are forced to live in the ghettos that they create, like the sewer of Chicago. Only on two tonight, we're hearing from an older couple viciously attacked in Irving Park, punched and kicked for no clear reason. The victims tell our Jermont Terry the attacker followed them from a CTA Blue Line station. Jermont. 
Erica, let's be clear. It was daylight. We're talking 3.30 in the afternoon when this husband and wife, who are both 72 years old, were targeted. They were beat by a Democrat, just like the Mag Mile is shut down by Democrats. They get together and decide to go on a spree. Violent crimes are on the rise on the magnificent mile. There have been several robberies, as well as carjackings and shootings nearby in the last few months. And that is prompting action from an influential organization. It is rare for the president and CEO of the Magnificent Mile Association to talk about crime. But she says with recent events, they're stepping up to the challenge. Another crime this week on the Magnificent Mile. On Thursday afternoon, thieves swipe coats from Canada Goose. It's the latest criminal case. Violent crime has been up, um, and that's what has us... How do you distract the people? How do you keep votes? Simple. Free college. Free room and board. And take a parent. After all, the more you morons we could lock up and pretend college the safer the streets will be. Working now for two years to get agreements with these schools and get the funding from donations for what is expected to be a billion-dollar operation. See, the funding from the schools, I thought I would smell a Democrat scheme. I smell it like a rat. So the school gets to donate a spot, and then they get to raise the costs on everybody else who's dumb enough to still pay for a school. And then the subsidized educations can be pass through a scheme in government where it's passed back to the people through some other tax increase and some other scheme. And that's how it looks like it's free. It's all free. And all you got to do is vote for me and I'll make it free. That's the modern day Democrat. And you could ignore the way in which you've destroyed our nation, weakened our security and destroyed our economy. After all, what's in it for you, right? That's what a Democrat rat is. A little more cheese. You'll shut up. And you'll step and fetch. That's how a city of Chicago gets 100 years of corruption, crime, and is now the joke of a nation that soon is spreading through the nation. That's what happens when you elect Democrats. Keep doing it, I dare you. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. AM560, The Answer. You know, as I played that story... That elderly couple getting beat up. It was a good neighborhood at one time. There was a, a rumor that uh, people could live with the failure and the corruption of the Democrat mafia. I think they're wrong. In fact, I recognized long ago the problem with socialism is it really divides people. And the people that can afford socialism are the rich. The people who are on the inside during socialism, they get richer. This isn't just something that happened in Venezuela or happens throughout the other socialist Hell holes known as utopias by the Democrat mafia. It happens right here. If you look at how much incomes rose, I should say earnings rose last year relative to how much people are actually shelling out on higher prices, at the very bottom of the income distribution, people, poor people are coming out way behind. Their bills went up way more than their actual earnings went up. At the top end of the income distribution, it's the opposite. Uh, people who are higher income in higher income households have found that their total earnings have vastly outpaced inflation. And that's a little bit um, to the contrary of the narrative you've been hearing from the White House and many economists, and that's partly because people are looking at the percent change in hourly wage growth, uh, which is a, a reasonable... It's because there are people that invested. Their money makes money. Their holdings are in stocks. Their holdings are in securities. Their holdings are in real estate. And through economic malfeasance economic 
stupidity, an economy controlled by a Democrat mafia, inflation is the only thing for sure. And all the inflation hedges will always do well. But the people who depend on them can be easily distracted with just something that you should be able to afford and now you need, and only the government can give it to you. Well, honestly, I'm still shocked, and they're trying to process everything. I mean, honestly, I never expected this. And this kid doesn't understand that only through a corrupt system, through an incompetent government, is, is college so expensive. His family, his working family, should be able to afford college. But the way you hide the failure is in through a trick, through a scheme. And that's all the Democrats have, a trick or a scheme. And they're hoping that people are so beaten down, so demoralized, that that's what you are now thanking your abuser for. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Yeah, and that was 40 years ago. Krista, Southside. Yes, um... I was, the reason I'm calling is I have a tip I heard uh, earlier this morning regarding the pipeline, the gas pipeline in Russia, and it's connecting into uh, Germany, Mm -hmm. and the prime minister said, absolutely not, and he he sanctioned their bank accounts that are connected with Russia. Okay, well, let's see how long they last. still winter there. Okay, but, but here's... Here's my tip. Watch the movie uh, with Ingrid Bergman in, um, oh, gosh, what is the name of it? Uh, Gaslighting. Oh. And it will answer every question you have. Bye. I like it. See, and this is before Friday. It was very mysterious. I liked it very much, and now I have to watch that. Plus, I'll take any excuse for Ingrid Bergman. And in the meantime, you can all rest assured your guy's in charge. If I can say one thing, I think just in my own opinion, I'm not questioning your IQ at all. I'm just saying that with the people that we have elected to office in recent years, I think that we have to question their credentials very solidly. Well, I think you're right, Frank. But you know what I find kind of interesting? It seems to me if you can speak, you're at a liability in the Democratic Party anymore. It seems to me you've all become heartless technocrats. It seems to me that you forget that what happens is we've never as a party... We have never as a party. Yeah, he doesn't have dementia. Not at all. It's perfectly fine. Should be impeached tonight. Crimes and misdemeanors. Translates to Joe Biden. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me. 
the age-old question, does man long to be free or a comfortable slave? This is something that we were witnessed through the course of our lives. As Americans have voluntarily given up their freedom and their liberty to be slaves of comfort. Now, how do you get it back? I don't think you can get it back, not in a nice way. I think the people who make up the greatest Americans are those people who lived on a serf slave nation. They are the only ones that understood what Americans were willing to give up. I think these last couple of years, we've given up so much of our liberty and freedom. We're like a battered housewife who think a good day is when the husband comes home and doesn't punch you in the face. That's how you can adapt to slavery. I wanted to bring on an author I respect immensely, Scott Powell. He's not only an author of the new book, Rediscovering America. He wrote an article on American Thinker. Washington and Lincoln call the American people to reclaim their rights from government. Scott, how does one do that? Well, it's a multi-leveled task that uh, we face, but uh, I think I think there's a great awakening going on, and I think more and more people are are are, are getting some spine to push back against uh, you know this this uh, government uh, this unconstitutional governing by uh, the administrative state and the Biden administration. It's um, it's incredible how we how how brazen the stripping away of our freedoms have been in the last couple of years. I say when the autopsy of America is done by future aliens and Americans dressed in the Star Trek suits, I say that it will be the year 2020 in a bipartisan fashion as the American government under the cover of a pandemic that seems to be so dangerous that every one of our 90-year-old senators has pulled through amazingly. I say that it will be done because the American people voluntarily gave up property rights, their absolute liberty, and enforced government tyranny on their neighbor by exhibiting the most cowardice that's ever been uh, witnessed in Ameri- on American soil. I think it will be the year 2020 that broke the American spirit. I want to think we can get it back. I uh, was lucky enough to flee to a state that embraced freedom. And the politicians fought to protect the citizens from the American government, which was hell-bent on taking it away. So I went to Florida while they fought off the rest of the nation. Do you think that there are enough people who uh, are sick and tired of being slaves? Or do you think they will adopt that philosophy that we saw adopted among our fellow Chicagoans, where they just wanted free college and free health care and free food stamps and free rent? Well, I think there will always be freeloaders um, in any, uh, you open the door to freeloading and, and, you know, there's always people that will sign up for it. But I think there is a large class uh, of Americans that uh, really value freedom. And they, uh, they have, you know, they're being awakened by the circumstances that are happening north of our border uh down down under in australia i mean this is unbelievable what has happened uh how the 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 covid pandemic pandemic has been used to take people's freedom away and has allowed the you know that that petty tyrant to emerge in so many politicians and of course the founding fathers understood that, that 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 there was that great risk of abuse of power 
And so they, of course, in our country, uh, established a system of checks and balances. But we find with the administrative state that that even those checks and balances are not really holding up. And so there really needs to be a real bigger pushback. And we need to, you know, we, we need to prosecute people in high places who have violated the law. We need to, you know, get rid of this two-tier justice system. There's a lot of work to do. Yeah. And you know what's amazing to me, Scott? For the last 22 years, 22 years, I have never heard a Democrat politician say the word liberty in the fashion of strengthening liberty. I truly do believe that the American Democrat is the problem with this country and that through a variety of events, some planned and some not, maybe, they have managed to sell this form of a collectivist fascism to the American people, and they've bought them off like they did my fellow Chicagoans. I think Chicago was the incubator to see exactly how you could corrupt a nation because they've done it in such a beautiful, amazing fashion that Chicagoans today are very willing to be slaves in the idea they'll be taken care of. This is my major concern because, am I wrong? Have you heard a national Democrat use the word liberty in a campaign speech or in any other speech? No, I can't say that I have. Uh, I'm with you on that. I think that the the Democrat Party has really become a party of entitlement, a party of redistribution, uh, a party where it sees its future as a as creating more and more dependency on the state. And of course, that 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 is anathema, uh, you know, to the founding of our country, where people were. Uh, you know, came to this country for freedom, and, uh, and uh, the, the early government, the Declaration, the Constitution was formed uh, basically to empower people to be all that they could be. So I think, you know, our task is to reach out to the younger people, and many of them are, you know, have joined the ranks with the woke, but if they really understood what is ahead of them, that they will not be able to fulfill their dreams. They will not be able to pursue... Uh, you know, their talents uh, and, and do creative and innovative things uh, because basically there's no space really for that in, in a socialist society where all the jobs are sort of make-work jobs uh, and uh, people don't have the freedom to choose. So, right. you know, our task, you, you know, we've got to wake up the young people and we've got to mobilize the you've got to kind of mobilize the people who still are not brainwashed. You know, so, so many people have been brainwashed now. We have two generations at least of younger people that just simply don't understand the founding of the country, don't understand how the history, don't understand history, and don't understand how how economics really works. Joe Biden is an interesting case study. You know, it's really kind of an exciting time if you look at it through the right lens. Joe Biden is a man who obviously obviously is incapable of being the president of the United States. He is is clearly somebody who is suffering from an ailment. Aside from that, it is beyond argument that Joe Biden and his son are corrupt and as crooked and as shady as a willow tree. The American youth, do you think what they need is an example? Because from what I see in my Congress, in the Senate, 
We do not have an adult. And if we get a couple that maybe want to create a, a murmur of impeachment or stand up for the republic for which it used to stand rather than the Fourth Reich for which rules, they're squashed and redacted and censored. Are there enough young people that are even aware of what an adult would act like in a country led by someone with dementia who, aside from that, is cor- corrupt? Yeah, it's it's really, I mean, we're, we're living out almost a nightmare now. Um, we are living in a banana republic where we have an illegitimate government. Uh, and there, you know, human nature being what it is, there's a lot of people that will live in denial of problems, okay? And there are plenty of people that are in denial uh, of uh the election fraud of, of 2020, but frankly, they're in the minority now. Uh, you know, so much evidence is coming out from multiple states, and I, I think they're just, you, you have Durham that's going to be releasing a lot of information about corruption in high places. We need to see prosecutions, we need to see enforcement of the law, and we need really, truly a, a great awakening in this country to save it. So part of my day is I, you know, I try to digest every single bit of, of news. Obviously, you can't do everything. But I um, really watch Senate hearings. What, it, what the Biden administration, the incompetent Marxist mafia that it is, what it's been doing is stuffing its apparatchiks in very key positions in our judicial system, littered in the nominees through the variety levels of judges, are moronic, unqualified, gender right, sexual perverse people enough that are getting these positions based on nothing other than loyalty to the Marxist mafia. And they have a clear history of anti-Americanism in their past and in their writings. Yet there are not enough Republicans to stop this. Can we legally fight back the corrupt Marxist mafia that the Democrat Party has become? Well, I, I really do think everything's going to change um, in the, in, with the upcoming November election. Uh, how, how long do we have to wait now? Nine months, something like that. Um, and I, you know, let's hope that we can survive for nine more months. But I do think that the electoral system is being cleaned up. Not probably it won't be fully cleaned up, but I do think that the, 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 the anti-Biden and anti-Democrat party sentiment is so great, so broad, that there's going to be a huge landslide. Um, now, w- will we clean out some of the, the Deadwood Republicans, too? I hope so. Um, I, I really do think that um, we're, we're in for some very big changes, but it's going to take years to correct these problems. Scott, you're, I mean, I, I have so much. I mean, your, your resume is unbelievable. I have so much respect for your intellect and for the rest of it. So this is why I'm going to ask you this question that I normally wouldn't ask somebody. I believe that the strength will come from the people who have lived under oppression, under corruption, and have had enough of it, that they have gone to what I call high ground. What I love about being in South Florida right now is that every boat that goes by has a flag about freedom and and, and liberty and Americanism. Everybody I talk to from waiters to barbacks to executives to retired people to uber drive all the rest of it these people here 
are all anti-American Marxist mafia. You cannot find a Democrat in my entire county, not one willing to admit it. When I go to the east coast of South Florida, those are people who have fled Venezuela and South American tyrannies and Haiti and Cuba. They are the biggest supporters of Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is so strong in Florida, the Democrats may not run somebody against them other than a very perverse person named Christie who was a Republican and he just likes to run. He's got family money. I think there is probably a better likelihood of a move of states like this, of which by my count there's 21, than there is about getting our nation back in, in, in these sewers of corruption that promote ballot harvesting. In Illinois, there's a move to let the convicts vote and the rest of it. I think there will be a more likelihood of an ideological secession from the USSA back to the USA than there will be us actually winning Congress, winning the Senate through these voter corruption we've just pretend somehow we're going to overcome in nine months. Do you think I'm on to something? I think you are. I, I think that we can see both, and we'll just have to see how it plays out. I, I, uh, I, I think we're going to see a big, a big change. Uh, I think the Democrats are going to be have uh, a, a pretty, a pretty large minority position in the House, and probably a reasonably large minority position in the Senate. That'll make uh, Biden, you know, a lame duck president. But I do think that the problems are so deep, as you've just pointed out, Sean, so endemic, so broad, so deep, and the corruption is penetrated everywhere that it is hard to, you know, I think we have to be realistic and understand that some, some states may, in fact, not be salvageable. They, they may, uh, I don't know that whether they will secede, but, but uh I, I would hate to see our country divided. Um, Hasn't it always? Me, I mean, it, 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 it divided is what it's supposed to be. Isn't that the point of a republic and uh, rights? It's true. Liberty I, mean, I, I, I you know, I, I, I am somewhat sympathetic to the original to to the southern states who decided to secede uh, because of abuses of the North, and it wasn't just over slavery. Of course, it was a, a host of other issues. That's what I. Love. They believed. You, they they believe they had the right uh, the right to secede that that was established by the constitution it was certainly established by the by the debates around ratification and so forth but in any case um, you know Lincoln felt his mandate was to keep the union together and a war was fought over that and and we all know the result uh, but the corruption wasn't the corruption was very limited back then it's now pervasive I also believe that if you believe in in the founding documents the founding principles. We are either a United States or, or we are an extorted states. As I look around my America today, I come to one conclusion. We are the extorted states of America. And the only way the roach-infested welfare states of the Democrat mafia can exist is on extortion from the other states and a variety of pay-to-play schemes from the federal government. At this time, can we articulate that states should not be dragged down with the sewer states like Illinois? like New York and New Jersey, that are run by the corrupt mafia, and that there should be a new movement for an ideological secession, whether it's on states or on citizens. I still don't understand why we're just victims of a mobocracy in a republic. Should the Republican Party not have a, 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 a by-government system 
where if you're a Republican, you abide by taxing procedures that the Republicans promote. And if you're a Democrat and you want to be a socialist, go right ahead. You could have all the Silicon Valley oligarchs and all the corporatists, and we'll buy you back in seven years when you, when you can't fraud the bankruptcy anymore. Right, right. Yes, I mean, it, it, may, it may come to that. It may come to that. I mean, that, that's but the I conclusion. Do, I, right? I do it's think we, we're, we're called, you know, we're, we're called to fight for, uh, you know, we've got to preserve our freedom. We've got to win it back. We've got to push back against this uh, corruption. Uh, and, and the, you know, the value of rediscovering America is, is that it, unlike other history books, which tend to be linear and they account for the who, what, who, what, when, and where, rediscovering is a shorter book. It focuses on the key periods of American history where character really mattered. Uh, and, and it, you know, and it, it tells a story of the qualities of character that can, uh, that worked back then and will work now. But, uh, people have got to recognize what those are and they have to, you know, they, they have to be willing to stand up. You know, we had founders that were, it's really from the upper class, if you will. These were wealthy people, the founders. They were willing to give it all, give everything, sacrifice all their wealth, their homes, their property, everything for freedom, uh, for, the, you know, for the victory of the, the, the revolution yeah. uh, and the war of independence against Britain. That, that's the kind of, that's what we need. That's what yeah. we need now. It's sort of a... Well, I think you don't have any wealth when you have a fascistic government that really is a pay-to-play scheme more than it is built on rights and property rights and the rest of it. I don't think the Biden administration, the American Democrats, honor the idea of property rights. So I don't think, I think your your attention away from having your money stripped away from you if you're not in the right party. I think that's what this government really has shown you, and we've all seen the selective prosecution and the rest of it. And I, I want to ask you this before I let you go because I went long with you, but I love having you on. When you know everything you know and you realize that the Biden administration, the American Democrat, has been lying every time they open their mouth, do you believe a word that comes out of Joe Biden's mouth when he tries to uh, use patriotism as a blindfold when he's talking about foreign policy? I'm curious to know your take on that. Of, uh, yeah, of course not. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Joe Biden, first of all, is not just an empty suit, but he is a totally controlled uh, politician, and you could say that Obama is involved in guiding him. Probably is, but Joe Biden is a corrupt. The Biden family is utterly corrupt, and they are controlled. Their handlers control them, and those handlers go all the way back into China. We know that. Yeah. So people talk about a deep state. Yes, there is a deep state, but there is a a global. Uh, you know, there's a global socialist power structure that wants to subordinate the United States to a new world order. I have no doubt about that. He is Scott Paul. You can find his new book, Rediscovering America, on Amazon. You can find his articles everywhere. I prefer the American thinker. Scott, do you have another site where the people can go? Uh, Well, just Googling my name, and, and that's the way you get the book. Just Scott S. Powell, Rediscovering America. It'll be the first you know, do a search. It'll be the first listing, and that'll be Amazon. And it really helps to buy the book now. Uh, it's going to be released in two weeks, but we're still in the pre-sale period. That means that every book that's bought during pre-sale, it's discounted to about $20. Uh, but the important thing for me is that it, it'll drive more 
uh, you know, more printings on the second edition. Uh, for yeah. every book bought now, about five or six books get printed. Uh, and those are extra books that, that can really get this over the top sure. and get it, get wide distribution. Absolutely. And you could avoid the uh, collapse of the paper industry that the Biden administration is leading to as well. Scott, thank you so well, much. That, oh, it's a pleasure, Sean. Let's do this again. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me. We'll be back after this. AM560, the answer. Good song. Oh, simpler times. Americans wouldn't have tolerated the Marxist mafia back then. I wonder what was the turning point in music for the Marxist. I think it's that uh it's that ex stripper. What's her name? The one that's gonna be uh the next Supreme Court justice? Cardi B. I think Cardi B was where we really, really took a turn for the worst. There's no question about it. I wanted to talk about the fourth dose. Fourth dose. You're going to get four of these son of a guns now. Four. Thank God I didn't get three. CDC lying about the numbers. Cook in the books. We got to get to that. But let's go to Mike in Crystal Lake. Hi, Mike. How are you doing, Sean? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for holding uh, on. Buddy. I really loved your previous segment with the uh, interview with your guest. I want to add to that. Um, witness what's going on in I think it's Oregon and Washington, the, the eastern counties wanting to secede yep. and perhaps become a part of Idaho. And uh, it's going to become more of a urban versus uh, 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 rural. rural area issue. But I, I can you imagine a, uh, a Bermuda Triangle here in the Chicagoland area called the Democrat Triangle, Chicago, Milwaukee, Madison, all combining when the rest of the states decide we've had enough yeah i mean it would be i think there has to be some secession because we're not supposed to be a mobocracy we're not supposed to be subjected to their whims we're not supposed to be just well what are you gonna do i'm gonna wait till the the next election that's not good enough for me you see the damage this stupid son of a dog can do in a day let alone months thank you mike for the call i'm all for it i'm all for secession and there's a reason i'm lucky enough to be on the other side of it it's wonderful to have your vote count and to have politicians who sound like this well thanks so much we're excited to make these awards and as i said we're going to do more um, as we come down the pike and uh, i know that there's a lot of uh, opportunities there's also a lot of opportunities for some of the great things we're doing with the legislature for example yes florida's a free state people have wanted to visit people have wanted to move in record numbers um and that's fine and that's a big reason but one of the reasons that people don't talk about as much as why people like Florida is because with me as governor, we are a law and order state. And so you see how, how poorly a lot of these law enforcement have been treated in other parts of the country, you know, whether it's Seattle or Chicago or, New, or, or you name it. Uh, they make the law enforcement the bad guys, and then they wonder when crime goes through the roof. And so what we've said in Florida is we aren't defunding law enforcement. We're going to stand with them. We did $1,000 bonuses for every single police, fire, and first responder in the entire state last year. We're going to do it again this year. You hear that? That's for my nephew, Jimmy. Get down here. And we're also doing legislation that's moving through where we're telling people who are being mistreated in these other states, look, if you're qualified to fill a law enforcement position in Florida and you move from one of these uh, bad jurisdictions here, we're going to give you a $5,000 signing bonus because we want to show you we got your back. 
But we also last year signed legislation that bans any local government from defunding law enforcement. We are not going to let our citizens be harmed by this. That's how government protects you rather than turning you over to the savages, to the scum, to the gang-banging, drug-dealing wretches who are destroying society. Only on two tonight, we're hearing from an older couple viciously attacked in Irving Park, punched and kicked for no clear reason. The victims tell our Jermont Terry the attacker followed them from a CTA Blue Line station. Jermont. Erica, let's be clear. It was daylight. We're talking 3.30 in the afternoon when this husband and wife, who are both 72 years old. 3.30 in the afternoon. You do that down here to a senior. You'll go away for 30 years. But then again, if you were to rob a store, you'd have a problem here, too. Well, thanks so much. We're excited to make these awards. And as I said, we also said there needs to be consequences for action. So you look at, like, Portland. They will go and they'll be rioting in the street, right? They'll get arrested. They bring them into the police station. They take their mugshot. They slap them on the wrist. They put them right back out, and then they do it all over again. So we said in Florida, if you are rioting, looting, if you're engaging in mob violence, you're not getting a slap on the wrist. You're getting the inside of a jail cell. We will hold you accountable. Imagine in Chicago how many people be alive if they just had this philosophy. And to be able to have safe communities, you know, we've had in the United States relatively low crime rates for a long time compared to where it was. And the reason why is because you actually had a commitment uh, to making people serve their sentences, not putting repeat offenders back on the street. Um, You supported law enforcement and what they were doing. If they're putting themselves at risk, you got to have their back. But then what's happened in our country is you have these prosecutors These are left-wing prosecutors in places like San Francisco and Los Angeles and other places around the country. They get elected to not prosecute criminals. So you can walk into a retail store in San Francisco, and if you steal less than $1,000, they just let you go out and take all the merchandise. And so what that does is, one, it incentivizes crime because we don't have a Democrat party. We've got an organized mafia. Organized crime is the Democrat Party, and they protect their foot soldiers. That's why the sewer of Chicago, you're just the attention away from one of these scumbags before you're getting punched and beat and kicked and robbed and carjacked and murdered and raped and mayhem, or as it's known in Chicago, Tuesday. Robert Bloomingdale. Yeah, hey, Sean, I wish we had a governor like that in the state of Illinois to clean this place up. Yeah, I agree. That's why I'm smiling. I am smiling on my Florida driver's license like I didn't smile on my graduation picture. That's why. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. I wanted to ask you, I heard today that uh, Putin moved into sections of the Ukraine. Now, what I want to ask you is, is Biden going to start committing ground troops soon and we're going to get Americans killed? I don't think we should be there. Do you think think they care about Americans being killed? Their big platform is that so mothers can kill the most innocent thing among us, babies. You think they give a rip about kids getting killed? No. Look at the cities. Look at their big cities. Look at their policies. Look at the homelessness, the drug addiction, the suicides. They don't care about kids getting killed. They care about staying in power, which is why they're going to legalize the vote in the prisons, also known as a Democrat stronghold. 312 642 
5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. And up in Illinois, you got yourself a pumpkin under a bean or over a bean bag. I still can't even look at that Pritzker. How in the hell could you hire that fat slob to do anything? Honestly. I'm vain, though. I'll tell you right now. Vain, no question about it. I've learned, too, as an employer, you hire somebody that's 350 pounds, five foot six. they're not good at doing stuff. They're advertising that they're lazy. They're not going to get up. I'll get that. That's not something you hear out of a 400-pound guy, five foot six. He's not going to say, I'll get that. He's got a hard enough time. He's tired from putting on his shoes. That's why the slip-on was invented. Dominic, Glendale Heights. Well, you know Pritzker's a loser. All that money, all he could do is marry a first cousin. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I don't think it was his first cousin, although they do look a little. Oh, I think it was his fitness I, trainer. I don't know. Right. I put I, some money on this one. I say he married his nutritionist. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Did you ever get a good look at her? My word. I don't know Viagra and Chevis in the country, let alone Illinois. Dominic, David, Lansing. Uh, hey, Sean. Uh, regarding Dementia Joe's uh, press conference, uh, was it about 10 days ago in which he said um, if Russia invades a little bit, that would be allowable? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, my sure. question is... Uh, it's it's, the, what it's would you, just the tip foreign policy. Go ahead. What would you classify that as? Would you say that's a genius move by a military man, or is that... Um, yeah, uh, two his other IQ. choices. Was that his IQ is really up there. He went to school on a scholarship. He graduated top of his class. He's a lawyer. You heard all the spiel. By the time he's done, he'll have you thinking he went to Vietnam and fought in the war versus the five deferments he paid for. Uh, how is his asthma? Isn't that how he got out? I can't decide. We had asthma. We had flat feet on the other guy. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I do know that this is by far the worst president in American history, and I do know that things are working out fantastic if you're an enemy of America. You think when, when Joe Biden usurped the most powerful office in the land, Vladimir Putin looked at those other guys who all had those haircuts that they must have gotten some sort of concentration camp. You ever see the Russians? They all look like they got their hair done in prison. Anyway, you think he turned to these guys all in their Adidas velour jumpsuits and said, this is going to be a good year. Rootin' tootin' Putin's going to have a good one. Because that son of a gun is really cashing in. You almost have to be envious of the way in which Vladimir Putin is now. Here, we're going to do sanctions. Does that mean we're going to stop importing 250,000 barrels of oil a day from Russia? Because that's what we're doing. What's a sanction look like? Why don't you stop enriching them, you stupid son of a dog? Maybe you should start there. But then again, did we get to the fourth dose? Turning now to the pandemic, an FDA official is suggesting a fourth dose of the COVID vaccine might be needed. Hey, I know how you could get everyone real mad. Tell them that the rootin' tootin' Putin soldiers weren't wearing any masks and they're anti-vaxxers. Ooh! Then you'll get the ire of those Oak Park housewives with their big fat toes hanging out with no toenail polish. You'll get it. Closer to fall. Dr. Peter Marks says the FDA is continually monitoring pandemic data to track emerging variants. Because fall is typically the time. But does that seem like we're getting the right information? The CDC has collected stockpiles of critical data on COVID hospitalizations and booster shots. But most of that information has not been made public. That's according. Uh Uh-oh. Because they're fracking liars. They've never told the truth in their miserable existence. And I don't just mean the CDC. I mean every rat Democrat there is. 
Is it the end of the show already, Squirrel Hands? I can't believe that. All right, I'll be back in 21 hours.